Welcome to the Boost Your Metabolism After Age 30 podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Allison, and we're your co-hosts and the founders of Couture Fitness and Lifestyle Coaching. We're on a quest to help women design lives they love and bodies they adore. We were fed up with the dieting industry and decided to create something different. We're starting a Calories Up revolution where women are nourished, their metabolisms are healed, and their bodies and brains start working for them in the battle against weight loss. If you feel like your metabolism is wrecked and you want to lose weight once and for all, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone. You've got Joe and Allison today, and we are going to be talking today um, as part of our How to Build It series about building out your back and creating the secret to creating um, that hourglass shape that a lot of women want. Um, Okay, so before we get into that, let's talk about what's going on at Couture Coaching. Right now, we are enrolling in our signature one-on-one program. Um, This is our one-on-one coaching package um, where you get a coach who will set your macros, who will give you a workout plan, all customized to you. You'll also have access to our coaching resources. Um, We do two coaching calls a week. Um, One of those is a live coaching call. Um, and all the support um, that you need to achieve your goals. So we're enrolling for that right now. You can go right on over to our website. Um, There will be a link in the show notes if you want to enroll in that. Um, And that will, our next program will kick off on October 1st. So that's happening right now. We also um, have our $79 do-it-yourself course that's always available. Also a link in the show notes. Um, It will, in that course, we walk you through sort of, what our coaches, um, kind of what, how we train our coaches to help you set your own macros. Um, it has some workout programs as well, but you just don't have the support of a coach. And then also if you're new to us, um, and you haven't checked it out already, make sure you go grab our free mini course, um, called the real reason you can't lose weight also linked in the show notes. Okay. I think that's everything that's going on um, at Couture Coaching. Um, okay. So Allison, do you want to um, kind of give us a preview of what we're going to be talking about today and, and the importance of building out your back? Yes. So we are talking about building out our back and really creating the shape that I think a lot of women want. And that is that hourglass figure shape. So We want, in order to create that shape, you really need some nice round glutes, a smaller waist, and an upper body that kind of, you know, goes outward and helps contribute to that hourglass appearance. And I would say this is somewhat of a vanity-centric topic, somewhat, um, but developing these muscles also will help you functionally. It will help you in your day-to-day life. Um, You know, we definitely preach a healthy lifestyle, which includes strength training. And a lot of women come to us with physique goals, too. So we want to touch on these topics as well. Um, And something interesting that I that I I listened to this podcast a month or so ago, um, and it was about the book called Deep Nutrition. I have not read that book. Have you heard of that book, Joe? I haven't. Okay. Um, from what I know, and again, I have not read it, but I have read a summary of it. And then I listened to this podcast about it. It's all about how really what you put into your body really affects your, your genes and then your ancestors genes. So really the way your, your grandmother and your mom ate can really impact, you know, certain things about yourself. Um, and it was also talking about how some of these things that I think we, we tend to consider, 
vanity things like, you know, having an hourglass shape, having this nice figure. Um, it's so much more than just, oh, that that's just a great figure. It actually is tied to health. There's actually a biological reason why we believe an hourglass figure looks good is because that is that is a healthy shape. That that shape on on a female anyway um, indicates, you know, being able to have children, living a long, a long life. And I thought that was super interesting. Like that is biologically why we tend to be attracted to to people with that sort of shape is because it is an indication of health, which definitely makes sense. Um, so I thought that was very interesting to tie that into the topic that we're talking about today. Yeah, I've I've all I I've never maybe seen it articulated in literature or like in a you know in a book or something. But I, I've always thought when when people say, oh, I want to look toned, you know, when they kind of salivate over those fitness model pictures, it's because that is what we associate with health, like having muscle on your body, you know, having, um, looking a particular way does, um, help, um, you know, it it is, it does signify good health. So that all makes sense to me. Um, I've also heard that we are attracted, like our eyes are just attracted to symmetry. And so if you think about it, like an hourglass shape, there's some symmetry between the upper part of your body and the lower part of your body. Um, so that makes sense too. Okay. So, um, I would assume that like having an hourglass figure is pretty much a genetic thing, but can you, can anyone build an hourglass figure? Um, or is it just something you have one or you don't have one? So definitely, there's definitely a genetic component to our our bone structure and where we tend to carry more muscle, where we tend to carry more fat. Um, But you definitely can build more of an hourglass shape if you don't naturally have one. So like you and I genetically, Joe, we're probably opposites. Uh, You... If you were to gain weight, you would probably gain more on top. If I were to gain weight, I'm going to gain it all in my lower half. When I lose weight, the first place it comes from is top down. I always lose weight up in my upper body before my lower body really does anything. And I assume for you, it's probably the opposite. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, however, we both, we, what one thing, and that's not something we can control. You can't say, oh, I, I need my, my fat to come off from, from my back. You can't do that. Um, I can't say, oh, I, I, I have this perfect way where I can, you know, make the fat come off of my legs first, not going to happen. I have no control over where fat is going to come off my body first when I lose weight. But what I can control is where I build muscle. Um, If I had never done any sort of strength training, I would say I'd probably have pretty much like a pear shaped body, I would probably be really small on top, um, without a lot of muscle and carry a lot of weight and probably a lot of fat in, in my lower body if I hadn't done any strength training. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I tend to carry more weight on the upper half of my body when I lose weight, it tends to come off of my legs first, um, sometimes my hips, um, then we'll start working into my waist. And then last is like, strangely enough, like my upper back, <laughs> which is just where I tend to carry some weight. Um, so um, but definitely, you can what I'm going to say is like, you're not necessarily changing, you know, the structure of your bones or something, but you can create the illusion of a different shape by building out certain body parts. Um, so that's, um, that's, you know, if you work with a good physique coach, they, they can look at your body and and figure out kind of where you need to build out some, some body parts to create the illusion of a waist, 
Um, strangely enough for me, that's, I, I don't have like, I know a lot of people complain of having like a pancake booty or um, a grandpa booty. I don't have that, but we, I have had physique coaches who have definitely had me build out my glutes more to kind of balance out my upper body and to create the illusion of a waist. So yeah, absolutely right. You can, you can um, definitely change things through strength training. So, um, so do you want to talk about, you know, why there's hope? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. If, you, if you have a particular <laughs> there, body shape hope. you don't love. So, you know, besides surgery, which would be a very unnatural way to change your shape, strength training is really the only natural way to do that. So if you just set out to to lose weight, let's say you're, you know, you just start maybe eating less and, and running and, and you just want to lose weight, your your shape is not really going to change. You're just going to be maybe a smaller version of yourself. Or if you gain weight, you're just going to probably be a larger version of the shape you already were. Um, however, if you want to actually change your shape, you need to do some strength training. So if you want to get that hourglass figure, one of the best things you can do is to build out your back. And like you touched on, Joe, if you're also maybe lacking in the glutes department, and we did a whole podcast on how to build out your glutes, that would be another way to help achieve that that hourglass figure. Um, but I would say starting with your lat, starting starting with your back is going to make um, some big changes in towards, you know, go, going to more of that hourglass shape. So you really want to focus on building out your lats, which are the muscles on the sides of your upper back, right near your armpits. That is going to give you the appearance of a slimmer waist and a more shapely body. Okay. Um, And then I guess other than lats, are there other back muscles that we kind of want to pay attention to when we're lifting or that will hit when we're lifting for our back? Yeah, I would say definitely. um, There's probably several, but you know, mid and lower back certainly are important. Um, shoulders are also, we're not going to touch much on shoulders here, but shoulders are also important, I think, for creating that more curvy hourglass shape. Um, but today we'll mostly focus on the lats and then the mid and, and lower back, probably rhomboids a little bit too. Yeah. Those probably help with posture. Those are those muscles mm-hmm. in between your shoulder blades. Right. And then yeah, in terms of <clears throat> shoulder, I assume we're talking about like rear deltoids, like the backs of your shoulders. Yeah. And even just, just shoulders in general, even though that's not really the topic of today, but you know, any exercises that hit your shoulders are going to help with the hourglass shape as well. But yeah, rear delts for sure. We'll touch on that today too. Okay. So what are some of the exercises I should focus on to build out my lats and back muscles? So really you want to think about any sort of pulling motion, probably any pulling motion is going to work your lats. So think about things like the assisted pull-up machine that you may have at your gym, um, a lat pull-down, which that is, you can either do this in a seated or a standing position, and you're either, you're pulling something like a bar or cable, or maybe even just the handles of a band. You're going to start with them up above your head, and you're pulling it down like towards your chest, and then slowly raising them back overhead again. Um, That's going to definitely work your lats. Things like one-arm dumbbell rows, I like those a lot as well. Um, and then things that are going to work the the mid and lower back, which will also help, are things such as deadlifts. Those are definitely some of my favorite exercises in general because um, they work. They're just hard and they, they really work your whole body, but they really help to work that mid and lower back. Um, seated rows where you're you're seated and you've kind of got your arms stretched out in front of you and then you're pulling them like towards your belly button with a band or a cable and then and then back out in front of you. That sort of a pulling motion will work your lower and mid back. 
um, two arm barbell or, or dumbbell rows. Those, these are some of my favorites. There's probably more that I'm not thinking of right now. You can chime in, um, Joe, if you have any others that you like, but all of those exercises are going to hit your back muscles and really help you build out that shape. Yeah, I would, I would say the big exercises you want to hit definitely lat pull downs of some variety. Um, you know, those are definitely going to hit your lats, the, the pull-ups or some sort of assisted pull-up rows. Um, and then, you know, um, I, I guess, you know, I totally agree with deadlifts. Deadlifts are just a lift that you should have in your workout regimen for many, many reasons. It really works your entire posterior chain. So those are the big ones. And then you can get into sort of smaller muscle groups. I think like things like face pulls or, um, oh, like rope pulls, um, using a cable machine, that sort of thing are, are also going to work your back. Um, but, but you've definitely hit the the big lifts that you need to be doing. Okay. So how many days a week should I be doing these lifts? Like how often should I do these lifts and like, what volume do I need to be doing? I think it depends on how advanced you are with your strength training. So if you are new, even just working your back, this whole area once once a week will probably allow you to pro- progress at first. Um, I would say if you're new, maybe pick, you know, three to four of these exercises. And again, I don't mean just do these exercises, but along with, you know, working your other body parts, make sure you've got like three or four exercises that touch on your back. Um, maybe do three to four sets of 10 to 15 reps of those. I think that would be fine for a beginner. Um, once you've been lifting for a few months, you will probably plateau just hitting your back once a week at some point. So I think hitting this area twice a week would probably be ideal. I personally do back twice a week. I don't hit every muscle group twice a week, but back is one of them that I do like to work. I feel like I, I just can't get enough muscle on my back. I think it's, it's, um, just one area that I want to just continue building. Um, it's one of my favorite areas to work. I just like having the feeling of, of a strong back. I feel like it just helps me just to do things in my daily life, like climbing up a ladder on the playground with the kids or picking up a box or something. So, um, I think it's very important. I would, I would prioritize back for sure as one of the body parts you hit more than maybe some of the other ones. Um, and strengthening your back muscles. I think it's, this is something that's maybe overlooked, but if you have a a desk job, you're probably sitting hunched over eight hours a day or more, um, which makes your chest muscles really tight and your back muscles lengthen and weaken. And so strengthening these muscles can help you with your posture and really help you avoid some problems that come along with, you know, that, that classic hunched over desk job, um, in injuries that can come along with that. Yeah. I, I'm just going to echo all the functional benefits that you just lift or mentioned, um, that come along with having a strong back. So as coaches, I think that one of the most common injuries we see, and it usually starts, or this usually happens, you know, someone's gung-ho and it's going to get in shape and, and lo and behold, they, um, you know, they hurt their back or pull something in their back or step off a curb wrong. And, do something to their back. And I think that is related to just weak back muscles. If you have a desk job, you probably have some weakness in your back just from sitting all day and sitting all day, like in a hunched forward position. Um, And honestly, a weak back can show up in other injured body parts. So I know that I personally struggled with 
tennis elbow. Like I had just gotten into lifting and, um, Oh, six or eight months into it, I just had this terrible case of tennis elbow that was really related to um, weakness in my upper back. So they always say when you um, have an injury, like in a joint, so like your elbow is a joint, you could either go down or go up a joint. And that's where you probably have some weakness. So, um, you know, my elbow was just taking the brunt of a lot of my lifting because my upper back was weak. Um, it just wasn't strong enough to take the load I was trying to put on my shoulders. Um, and so my elbow bore the brunt of that. But I've also, you know, through the years had lots of shoulder injuries, um, impingements, uh, rotator cuff issues. And I think women in particular, like we don't see our backs when we look in the mirror. <laughs> so it is, um, we often are fine to neglect them. Like we aren't, we don't see them like we see other body parts, um, but really, um, it, it, a strong back is, is going to make you look better overall because you're going to be have better posture. You're going to stand up straight. Um, and But probably more important, it's going to help protect all those shoulder, elbow joints, hip joints, et cetera, if your back is taking you know, the load that it should. So um, one of our coaches, Coach Hillary, really talks about your back also being part of your core strength. And I think that's a good way to think of it also is that it's it's a, you know, really functionally speaking, a very, very important group of muscles. So yes, a muscly back, a well-defined back an hourglass shape looks great, but this is what we're talking about. And the uh, movement we're talking about is definitely not for show. Um, and like I said, something I think women in particular definitely neglect because we don't see it in the mirror every day. We're usually like women are obsessed with having abs or um, their legs looking a particular way, but really, um, you know, you don't want to neglect your back. So that's what I would say about that. Um, and it yeah. is, um, if you've had injuries, like, you know, I, I would say my back muscles are my most lagging body part because I have, <laughs> I've been not very smart sometimes. And I have had a lot of injuries um, to my shoulders. And so um, it, it is a bit of a lagging body part um, in terms of weakness and strength and definition. Um, because when you're injured, you just can't lift as much or you have to make compensations and that sort of thing. So um, just, just if you're getting started with lifting, definitely don't definitely incorporate, you know, at least two to three times a week those pulling exercises that are going to give you overall back strength. You, you won't regret it. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, let's end with something fun. So Joe, this summer you took a very big trip. Do you want to tell us about that and, and how it went and maybe how, I don't know if you were able to incorporate any, any fitness or anything into that trip. Yeah. So, um, we, uh, my family, we went to Italy for, I was there for 10 days. My husband and my son were there a little bit longer. They actually um, were in France for a little bit before that. But um, I have a nephew that is stationed in Naples, Italy, and he will be gone after this summer. So we decided this was the summer to make Italy happen. So, um, okay. Uh, did I make, did I incorporate any fitness? <laughs> well, um, no, as with, um, if, if you've ever visited Europe, you, you spent a lot of time walking. So I really didn't worry too much about really macros, what I was eating, um, because we were walking around like 25,000 steps a day. 
That's and a I lot. Remember, awesome. Yeah, it is, it's a lot. Um, and I remember we went to um, Europe. We went to Paris and Spain in 2019. Um, and is that right? 2019. It was before the pandemic. Um, and I was definitely working out and, and you know, but I just, I would say like, I wasn't as strong as I am now. And I definitely noticed it in my stamina and ability to just walk 25,000 steps a day. I mean, yeah. you know, that that's a lot. <laughs> my feet hurt. I would say that my feet hurt, but I never struggled with like an achy back or, you know, things that just walking that much or eat knees or, or any other back pain. Like I really do feel like, um, you know, and we, we didn't talk about this in this podcast, but we do, we, we assign our clients step goals and really promote, you know, a healthy, active lifestyle through getting in a lot of steps each day. And so really, you know, I, I do usually get around 10,000 steps a day and 25,000 steps is only twice that much. So it really wasn't a big deal. It didn't, you know, it was hot there that that was difficult, but I had all the stamina I wanted for seeing everything that we wanted to in Rome and and in Naples and all the other places we were. So, um, you know, there wasn't access to a gym really. Um, we were eating out most of the time, so I didn't have a lot of control over my food, but I'm definitely grateful that I could just walk that much every day and, and it wasn't a big deal. I didn't have to worry about, you know, my back hurting or anything like that. So steps also, I think are a way that you can strengthen your back. That's at least I've noticed that I have a lot more strength. um, And I think that with making a much more concerted effort to lift for my back, you know, do the deadlifts, all, all of those um, lifts that really help strengthen your body overall um, just makes like a trip like that much better because, you know, you're not spending your time feeling terrible because you hurt so much. (laughs) Awesome. I'm sure it was amazing. That's on my bucket list. I just don't know when it's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Maybe try. We were there during a heat wave. So try to maybe July, maybe avoid July. I think definitely August because they're all on vacation during August. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I heard that about Europe. Yeah. (laughs) I would would recommend maybe June or September Um, and you can avoid the heat wave and it'd be very enjoyable to walk that many steps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. I think that's all we've got for today. Yeah. Short and sweet episode, but um, definitely wanted to share with you what you need to do to get a nice, strong back and that hourglass figure that a lot of women want. So, okay. Thanks everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. That's what we've got for you today about how you can invest in your metabolism and start losing weight by eating more and exercising less. Trust us, you aren't too old and it's never too late. If you want to learn more about this topic, head over to our Facebook group, Boost Your Metabolism After Age 30. You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Couture Fitness Coaching. And if you want to work with us, join us for our next 12-week session.